Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. We are going to be talking about mindset. And I don't know if you have thought about your mindset or if it's anything you have worked on. Uh, Back in the early 90s is when I was first introduced to working on what I was thinking about and how I was managing that. I did not use the term mindset. I can't remember that any of the uh, gurus that I was listening to was using that term. But in fact, that is what it was all about for me. Most of my early sales training was around positive thinking from the self-help authors. And a lot of the people that had a big influence on my thoughts and on my career, on my life really, were these self-help inspirational speakers. And many of the books and things that I was reading was from decades earlier. So a lot of the things that I will go back to is really old school. But the nice thing is it still really, really works. I think sometimes um, we think we have to have the latest and greatest thinking around things when really there was some really big thought leaders and it got them through some very difficult times and moved America into being very prosperous. Um, and so I like to go back to that because one of the things is in, in the, about mindset, when you're managing your mindset, um, the reason I like these old school people is it is a reminder to me that it's not always been easy. We can kind of feel like if we're in a difficult position that things have changed so much that it's never going to be good again. But going back to these vintage authors, or what I call them, if I go back to the original thinkers and you realize, hey, they got through a lot of difficult times and became great by managing their thoughts. And so that's what I want to be talking about today. So when Earl and I first moved to the city, we moved to Louisville, we had looked at an apartment building and they had shown us that, you know, they always have a model apartment that they're showing you and this is what you'll be getting. We had never seen a model anything. So we assumed that the apartment we would be moving into would be like the model. And my expectations were high. So mindset is not always about your expectations, especially when it involves other people. Um, so I had really high expectations. I had no problem imagining greatness. So, uh, when I got there, it was nothing like the model. First of all, the model was on maybe a second floor, bright sunlight coming through the windows, all of the appliances matched and walls were all freshly painted, all of that. But when we got to what was actually going to be our apartment, it was kind of on the, um, on the, it was on the lowest level and it really wasn't a basement, but it was kind of halfway, partly underground. So our windows were just like half the size of the ones on the second floor and it was dark. Our appliances didn't match. The walls were not perfection 
like the ones um, in the model. It was a lot of things that did not feel the same as the model. And I was just so upset, so gloomy. And uh, so I kind of felt stuck like, oh, we got to stay here and we've been misled. This is how it is in the city. <laughs> so um, it, it was fine. It wasn't fine. I was miserable. Then I started my new job. I was running a switchboard and yeah, I don't know if you've ever ran a switchboard. I had done clerical work and I had been a receptionist. So I had answered the phone. It was not like running a switchboard. It was either really, really busy or nothing was going on. And I didn't like it. And most of the people that I worked with were out throughout the building. And so I didn't have uh, a lot of anybody around me, much less positive people. So most of the things that I was getting on the switchboard was either somebody just wanting to be connected to someone else or someone who, you know, needing help with something. It was really a hard time for me. I was not challenged at all, except challenged in my thinking. I was just really unhappy there. I had to leave really early in the morning. I got home later, so I left before Earl left, and I got home later, so I felt like I was, you know, putting in all these hours. I wasn't, but it felt like that, and so I just was not happy, and I was blaming everyone else. I was not looking at what I could do about it, and I was just miserable. I wanted to go back home. I was living in the past. I thought, if this is what city life is like, I want to go back home. And I spent a lot of time thinking about going back home. <laughs> but as luck would have it, um, I was led to looking for a new job. And so when I started looking for a new job, I was offered the telemarketing position. Now, the telemarketing position should have felt hard because I am somewhat of an introvert and I was having to put myself out there, but it turned out it's exactly what I needed because it was a challenge where the switchboard was not challenging. The position of telemarketer was challenging. So that's the first thing I was, you know, I found that I could be challenged. And so it kind of got me out a little bit out of the gloom and thinking I had some control because I was being challenged. Next, when I got to the copier dealership and I started telemarketing, uh, everyone around me was working toward a goal. Um, the office staff was helping the branch reach their numbers. The sales staff, of course, had individual sales numbers, and then they were trying to reach a goal, both the branch and the company goal. And then even the technicians had goals. When they went out to do a call, they got points. And if they had a callback, they lost points. So they were being challenged to be their best and to reach these goals. And so that turned out that was really good for me because I realized that you could work towards something you wanted. Not everything um, is going to be perfect, no matter what. Um, but if you even want it close to perfect, you're going to have to put in some of your own effort. And putting in effort is good. It's not bad. And those are some of the things that I learned. And then on top of that, that's when I started listening to um, those great speakers, the Zig Ziglar's and the Norman Vincent Peels and all of that. And I was learning that if I wanted something, I needed to work toward that. Like I needed to put my efforts toward 
uh, specific things instead of just having them scattered out. If I put them toward one specific thing, then I, I, I would do better. So I was learning to focus on the good and learning that there could be abundance. And I was, you know, before I got there, I was thinking about not having enough. So I was living, thinking about lack and not having enough and really wasn't thinking that I was responsible if I wanted to start working toward having more or abundance. But being around these positive people who were working towards something, it felt really good. And then the more I studied, the more I listened, the more I started to realize that I didn't have to feel stuck. I didn't have to live in the past. Not all apartments were bad. I mean, I really kind of opened my eyes and I got a better attitude. And I did that because I learned that I could do something about it and I could make sure that I was around positive people working toward goals. And it was good for me and I learned a lot. But most of all, I became happier. I really started putting in a lot more hours and I was working late and I was calling on people and I was hearing no's, but it was fun because that was getting me closer to my goals. So I'm going to be talking all month long and giving you some tips on your mindset and how you can help yourself have more of what you want and less of what you don't want. And my first tip this week is I want you to consider what's around you. You know, where are you getting your influence? Are you starting your day watching the news and social media and thinking about the past or what's going wrong? Or are you thinking about what you can do to make things better? And are you thinking about what you do want? Or are you really stuck on what you don't want? So try it for a week. If you are listening to this podcast and you want to, you know, just think about it till next week's podcast. I'm going to have a new tip. So work on it this week about what is going on that's going into your mind. That's my first tip for managing your mindset is what's taking up your mind space. If um, one thing that I do is I read the news. I don't watch the news. I like to keep up with what's going on, but watching the news would not change anything that's happened. It won't make me be able to help anyone anymore, but it will help my own emotions. So I read the news. I read it about once a day. I don't really get caught up in it. And, or I try not to get, there are occasions something happens that I'll I catch myself, but that's what mindset is. It's about deciding what you're going to let happen in your mind. What are you set on? So when things are, when, when I am doing what I need to, to control my mindset, I am reading the news once a day. I am limiting the social media intake. Now, social media can be a wonderful thing. And there's some people that maybe you're close to or important to you and you keep up with them through social media. Maybe you are like me and you love pretty homes or you know, love to see the before and afters and people reaching their goals, all of that. You can find that on social media, but you can find a whole lot more. A lot of people who have not worked on their mindset 
uh, are on social media and they're just really pouring out more than I can take in. So I limit my time on social media. For me, I took social media off my phone and I tried the time limits and all of that, but you know, I was cheating the system and saying allow more time. So I just took it off my phone. And now if I'm going to be on social media, I have to decide that I'm going to spend some time doing that. Um, and it is really really giving me more time back in my life. If nothing else, it gave me more time back, but it also helped me with my mindset. So those are my tips for you this week with mindset is watch what you're taking into your mind. And, you know, if you can make, put yourself out with positive people. If you have not had positive mindset lately, it's sometimes hard to be with positive people because we feel like those people are lucky and I need to be over here by myself. But I want you to consider they're lucky maybe because they were working toward it or because they choose to focus on what's good and not what's bad. So find some positive influences, people who are happy, that are working toward goals, that are um, likely to have more solutions than complaints and limit the other influences that sometimes creep in. Whatever it is for you that brings you down, kind of limit that and get where you can focus on the good things. Um, another thing that I do, and this seems crazy, but I love Hallmark movies. Now, I know they're all the same and I know the plot never changes. But I heard this recently, and I believe it's true. Our brains like that. We like to know what to expect. And we like that it's in a sequence that we're expecting, and it ends the way that we look for it to end. Now, I realize life is not like those movies, but there's something really good about watching a movie that ends happy, and I know it's going to end happy. It makes me happier. So that's just a little thing that I do, and it seems crazy. Um, but it contributes to my mindset. So whatever it is for you that brings you joy, helps you think more abundantly instead of the mindset of not enough or in lack, then you should try that. Do more of that and less of feeling stuck or focusing on the past. Think about what you can do to make things better in the future. That's what I have for you. Have a great week. 